What's up, everyone? Welcome to my corner of the internet. I'm your host, Ryan Kramer, and this is Crossover Commerce, presented by Ping Pong Payments, the leading global payments provider helping sellers keep more of their hard-earned money. What's up, everyone? Happy Monday. I'm your host, Ryan Kramer, and welcome to episode 90 of Crossover Commerce, presented by Ping Pong Payments. Today's episode is titled Mentoring Success, Helping Other Entrepreneurs Grow on Their Online Amazon Journey. Uh, Thanks for watching us on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Twitter, or if you're listening to us later via download, thanks for listening to us on either Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts. Truly anywhere where a podcast exists, I'm going to be there. Just search Uh, crossover commerce and make sure you follow and rate us to make sure you're notified for future episodes again because this is live on multiple social media channels do me a favor and hit that notification bell at the bottom right hand corner uh, to be notified because i go live about four to five times per week with influencers experts uh what whoever you want to call people who have been in the space very long time in order to bring you nuggets of wisdom of different topics in the Amazon and e-business space. So if you want to be notified of those, go ahead and hit that bell and be notified of those episodes because people like today are going to bring value in every way, shape, or form. My job is to give you guys uh, some sort of valuable insight to take and apply to your business starting today and moving forward to be more successful entrepreneurs going forward. Uh, If you can't watch this live again, you can actually watch all these episodes on replay on our YouTube channel, just search for Ping Pong Payments on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. And there will be a playlist that says Crossover Commerce. Go ahead and check it out there. We have over 90 episodes. This is number 90. So lots of bits of nuggets from leaders in the space that you can check out and watch later on. But about our guest today, it's not just me. If it was just me, that would be one boring show. Uh, but it's about me talking about my friends in the e-com space. Uh, I really should call it Ryan's friends in the e-com space. But uh Maybe that's for a different show, but uh, from a better guest today, he had, he went from bartender to a multi six figure Amazon seller, which is amazing. And he started back in 2017 and built his store to six figures in his first year and scaled to multiple six figures the following year. Uh, started an Amazon coaching business in 2020, which is fantastic, and shared his knowledge and insights with other on- successful Amazon business entrepreneurs all around the world. So I wanted to get him on. You might see him on or listen to him, I should say, on Clubhouse. He's all over the place teaching and bringing entrepreneurs successful journeys. Located there, uh, he's actually located in Miami, Florida, but I want to welcome to the show uh, Ecom Dave. Dave, what is going on, man? Hey, what's going on, Ryan? Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. So 90, let's go. I, I know, 90. Like I, when people watch this or listen to this uh, and they're like, my God, didn't you start this in October or like maybe August? I'm like, yep, that's right. But my job is to bring as much content and value to people in the space because there's so many different perspectives, right? I'm sure you yeah. you know that as well. So, um, but for those of people, like you're like Prince, like it's one name, Ecom Dave. Like exactly. what, what, what's up with that, uh, Brandy, man? Like, I just want to get your insight because I couldn't even find your last name when I searched for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing is my, my, my last name is very, um, it's just hard. It's, it's Scheuer. It's like German and it just, okay. and, and it's spelled, it's not spelled how it sounds. Okay. And honestly, I, I sound like, yo, Ecom Dave, it does have a sound to it. And you know, it's the name pretty much says what I do, which is e-commerce. You know, that's easy and that's nice branding too, right? Yeah, it's easy to remember. So I went with that. That's awesome, man. So, yeah. so you're you're down there in Miami, Florida. Mm-hmm. What, what's kind of like that journey? You said bartender before this. Like, was that your only job before you jumped into e-commerce, or what was that journey yeah. like for you? So yeah, so I come. Um, so a little background on me. Um, I'm a first generation immigrant. My my mother's from Peru. My my dad's from Switzerland. But I was I moved I was moved to United States when I was like twelve. And um, yeah, I'm actually, I was raised in Seattle, but then I moved to Miami when I was 18 by myself. And, um, you know, coming- Doesn't suck. That's not a bad place to land, man. Yeah, yeah, I know it's not. And uh, well, you know, coming from, you know, just, uh, you know, first generation, it's like, you you know, I didn't really have like, you know, like uh, like parent support like that, you know, so I kind of just had to figure out on my own. So I said, you know what? I I got into the hospitality industry because I needed money, you know? So- and um and just to get me through school and stuff i went to business school um but i just kind of stuck with hospitality because that's what was paying the bills you know and um and then why i got into e-commerce was actually funny it was i was just laying in bed you know just working i was working until like six in the morning six days a week okay 
Hospitality um, so business, man, you yeah. never sleep. You never sleep. So, and I was like, listen, I need more money, but like, how do I do it without, I can't physically get another job. I would just kill myself. Another, you know, like the work in double shifts. And I just went like, what is something that I can do from home <clears throat> that will bring me money? And I, ironically enough, I went on Google and I just put in how to make money online. <laughs> and actually- We all I, start that way, right? Yeah, yes. <laughs> and I came across a Gary V video, right? It's funny okay. enough. He goes, you can go on Walmart right now and buy something online for this much and sell it for this much more on Amazon, right? And as he was talking about online arbitrage, right? And um, drop shipping. And um, I'm like, oh, really? Because honestly, I thought that all of the products on Amazon were just sold by Amazon. That's like kind of what people think. However, it starts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I'm like, wait. And then I went on YouTube and I found private label. And I'm like, oh, man, you can buy these things even cheaper from China and flipping for this much. And I just started going down that rabbit hole. And I watched, you know, hundreds of hours of YouTube, listen to podcasts, you know. And I launched my business in 2017. And, you know, I trial and error, you know, um, and and I got it to six figures by the end of that year. You know, it was tough in the beginning, you know, investing the money that you make as a bartender and like throwing tough. it on there. Yeah. And um, but yeah, I did it. And I'm so glad I, you know, I and I got on at the right time. And, you know, just it's been on since then. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. Much. So Sorry. what are you do you tell people what category you got into ever? Yes. Yes. I got into baby category. Really? Okay. okay. I'll so tell you guys what, what, my, first, my first failing product was my first product failed completely. So learn from my mistakes. It was uh, it was a diaper caddy, right? And um, the th- what's a diaper caddy? That just uh, something they, that holds the diapers. They hold the diapers. Yeah. Okay. And um, and I got into it, but I did not. My very first mistake was I sold the same thing as the bestseller. Exactly the same thing. I didn't differentiate it. No variations. All. No variations. Okay. Not at all. And I also bought in back in those days, you could just send as many units as you wanted to the Amazon warehouse for your first run. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to compete on price. All their, another mistake, you know, I'm like, I'm going to get a thousand of these and I can probably get up, you know, get them for cheaper and put it up on Amazon. So I've got a thousand of them, put them up on Amazon. And that guy already had more reviews than me. So obviously no one bought my product because I was just selling the same thing as him, you know? So right. I learned from that, you know, but down my second one, I'm like, I understood it more. I'm like, okay, well, I got to give the customer a reason to pick mine over what's already there. And the second one worked and then it's been on since then. That's awesome. So you stick yeah. with that category or did you diversify? Yeah, actually. Yeah. My second one was baby. My third was baby, but then I started, you know, I started doing more home and kitchen and kind of, I just started basing my product choices just because of data and like how much a value am I bringing to that particular um, market? That's awesome. So yeah. when you're selling, you're selling for, you've been selling for what, like two and a half years or so, like generally yeah, like yeah, successful yeah, three, 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 yeah, three yes. years. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what's that vision for you kind of moving forward? Now you've gone into like, let's stay on the seller side. What, what's kind of that vision for you? Is it growing your team? Is it growing your selection? Yeah, growing a brand? Definitely. Yeah. So I just hired like three VAs because <laughs> once wow. you start getting past, uh, once you start getting past like, you know, 30 ASINs, it starts to get like a little crazy, <laughs> you know, like as far as like managing it all, PPC management, restock management and all that. So that was my goal this year. I got some VAs in the team. Um, that high that pretty much handle the reordering from the suppliers. They handle my PPC and obviously um, more. I'm launching like you know two new products every month now. That's my goal. Wow. So yeah. So so your goal so yeah is it and so when you're growing your business, obviously like that that's that's people wise. Do you have mm-hmm. like an, an endpoint in place or like is it just to kind of like grow a, almost a brand and brand yourself in that context? So like what what's kind of like the the vision for you like? Because so like right growing now, so, two so months a month, year, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this year is instead of, because I've already kind of implanted myself in a bunch of different categories, like as far as like products, right? Mm-hmm. Um, instead of just looking for other ones, I'm just going to dominate the ones that I'm in. So I'm just launching different variations of those current products that I have. So okay. I can just take more space of page one. That's my goal for that. <clears throat> are, you, are you just selling on .com? Uh, no, I sell in Europe and in Australia. Same product. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So what, what was it like? So you're you're learning along the way. You said you heard from Gary Vee. 
I'm hearing all these different like names up pop up, which are great entrepreneurs, clearly. Um, and for people who are listening to this, like those people are like successful. They're like bestsellers. They've been in the space. They're very much mentors and they want to see other people grow. Mm -hmm. So you, you took that concept. What, at what point did you say like, Hey, I know how to do this. Well, I can help other people do the same thing that they did for me. What was that? Like that mentality aspect of it? Okay. So, um, honestly, I would just, I would join like every freaking Facebook, Amazon Facebook group out there. There's a lot. And, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I started just kind of like posting my results out there and people would just reach out to me, you know, um, just be like, Hey, like, how did you, you know, how did you get it to, you know, how did you get to that much a month? And honestly, I just started, you know, just started coaching that way. Also, I would see just like people just starting with the wrong information. Like they would just be like, oh, I lost a bunch of money uh, because I started selling, uh, you know, I got a bunch of neck pillows. And I'm like, well, shit, you would have thought better. You would have understood that's a super competitive niche, right? So, exactly. um, so I got into it for those reasons, you know, and just honestly just teaching what's worked for me. And uh, yeah, it's, that's how I started my coaching program. That's awesome. So what, or when you're, you're building this out, like you don't have a roadmap, there's no roadmap to say like, this is how I'm going to educate people. Like you're giving your mm -hmm. thoughts and opinions away for free and then either build out like, Hey, one-on-one -on -one coaching calls and, and things like that. How do you, mm -hmm. how do you, how do you balance mentorship versus still actively selling and not just actively selling you're, you're growing and actively selling, not just yeah. passively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so building a team, <laughs> you can't, it, it gets to a point in the beginning, you know, um, when I was coaching, it was, it was just a few people, you know, and it was, it was manageable, but you know, as you're growing, grow your store and you got more ASINs and you have, you're selling in different marketplaces, you need to learn. I, what I've learned in the past year was just like, I have to hire a team. Cause I was always the type of person that I'm like, if you want to do something, done something right, do it yourself, but you'll just got to learn how to hire the right team. Yeah. So how are you doing that? Like if, if for, for VAs, like we've had people on the show who have mm -hmm. VA agencies and whatnot, a yeah. lot of people go to Upwork, Fiverr, places I like just, that. I just trained them myself. You trained them to, yourself? Yeah. Onlinejobs.ph is actually like a really good source for that. I go directly from there. I just trained them myself. Okay. So, yeah. so you're, you're telling them like your processes, what specifically are you bringing VAs on for? Uh, uh, like I said, uh, for example, just reordering, that's pretty easy, right? They look at what my average daily sales for one of these products is and just make sure that re reordering on time. So I'm never out of stock. So I just connect them with the suppliers with that. Um, and they just, they, hand, they talk to the supplier and like, all right, we need to be reordering this many. Um, and I also have them handling pretty much, um, pay-per-click management, right? So I'm not, my A costs always stay good and I'm, you know, they're tracking all the keywords and that stuff and um and when and also reaching out to new suppliers for new products okay so yeah. so you have them actively outbounding for you you're yeah. managing kind of like the day-to-day -day stuff like making sure mm -hmm. that everything's optimized and whatnot yeah. you've been selling for three years now what what has that transition been like for like starting in 20 you know 17 ish time when mm -hmm. it was it was still very much like anything goes it was like a Hey, I'm going to try this tactic and it's successful, but then like Amazon cracks down a little bit more and they keep changing. Right. How are you ebbing and flowing as that continues to happen? And how are you educating people to keep the pulse on Amazon? Yeah. So one thing that changed, uh, you know, drastically was because of coronavirus was just, um, the inventory, uh, deal end of things. So when I first started, you could send in a lot of more units in the beginning. Now you're only allowed to send in 200, I believe, um, uh, 200, 250. Uh, I think 250 yeah. Is it. Yeah. So, um, that itself, I mean, honestly, but anyways, I always tell my students for your first run, you should just get like 100 to 200 pieces in the beginning, just to see, just to test. Cause obviously you want to make sure that people are going to buy your product, right? Obviously you want to do your due diligence and make sure you're differentiating, adding value, have a great listing or your keywords and all that before you, you know, get the products, get the product made. Um, but you just want to get a hundred pieces in the very beginning, right? So very low risk. So that's what I teach my students because also Amazon is only going to let you to send in 250 anyways for your first run. So that's, what's changed. Um, also differentiation, you have to really focus on that now. Like you said, like those days you could just go to, um, Alibaba and get any, get anything and throw it up on Amazon with good images and, you know, good SEO, you could get some sales. Now it's gotten, you have to take, do your work and make sure that you're coming up with a product that really stands out. And that, you know, it's not, you're not getting into competitive niches. So. 
where you, so how product, like people are trying to say like, oh, there's nothing out there to sell. Like that you and I both know that's not true. Not and true. you know, and you can get a lot of products and inspirations from lots of different places. Yeah. What, do you have any like tips for people who are maybe listening to this for the first time, if they're in your group or on your mm -hmm. journey or on their journey and they're like, Hey, I want to find another like great product out there. I found like created my own and it's awesome. But how do I like do the research or how do I, and this is not a tool wise. This is like how, this is how do I figure out the categories that might be successful where I'm, I can go or I can get inspiration from that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, Honestly, like, where my, do you get inspiration from? Let, let's, let's talk with that. Like, are you my, pulling just data or are you looking data, at like just data, um, just data and, um, and whatever niche I become successful, like it hits on, I'll just make more variations of that and just kind of take more of that page one. That's kind of my approach, but it's just in the beginning, it's just data. Honestly, the more random the product is the better. <laughs> right. So like, that's how I've always felt like, yeah, yeah. even though there's lots of keywords, like there would be products with like lots, but tons of search. Right. But like the more random you are, I almost feel like the more successful you, you, you like kind of pad that like yeah, probability of being more successful, even well, though it might be small success well, can come in small ways. Yeah. Yeah. So while everyone's trying to like fight, fighting for the big pie, I live off crumbs because crumbs on Amazon are worth thousands of dollars, you know? So I like that. yeah, I like that. yeah, exactly. So like my approach is like, you know, I'm not, none of my products are doing one of my products is doing a hundred K a month. Like it's just, those are just competitive niches. Right. And as a new seller, you should not be looking into those. Like I love products that make around like three Ks, four Ks, five Ks a month. Cause those are not that competitive. Right. And you don't need that much upfront investment to get into those. Uh, for example, like the big ones that are doing a hundred K you're going to need some money to jump into that. So. Mm -hmm. See, and also I think you and I would both agree if you start small and you start building that like nest pile, then you can start dumping into. Yes. Once you got some money coming in, then start, you know, getting into those more competitive niches by you to for in order for you to like really learn Amazon, I don't recommend you get into those big ones. And I know it's easy to get carried away and start looking at, you have the tools. You're like, wow, this product's making this much. I want to get in. No, it's just, I, you learn the, learn the process first with like the small, uh, you know, low hanging fruits then rather than going for the big pies. What, what's so when people are coming to you, what are those conversations like? Mm -hmm. um for people are they already entrepreneurs are they people who are selling online they just haven't cracked the egg or what, what what's kind of the demographic of people who are either reaching out to you or have yeah. found your like mentorship program like we're not here to sell your mentorship program yeah, but yeah, like yeah. i'm curious like the mindset of people coming in like 2020 happened are they yeah. lost their jobs or they just want to do a side business like what what's that slice or that kind of demographic look like yeah so um I've only let in people that, you know, that are looking to create a second source of income or, you know, they want something that they can, like a lot of them just want a second source. They have a current job and they're looking to, you know, they can see how big e-commerce has become and they want to, you know, jump in on it. Also people that want to be home more and, you know, spend more time with their families and they want to build that business that would allow them to do that eventually, you know? So those are kind of the two main things that I see people are getting into Amazon for, right? It's a second source of income because obviously you don't want to have all your eggs in one basket and you right. know, diversify your portfolio. Right. You're talking about, and when you say diversify for clarification, people listening, again, yeah. if you're listening to, I also want to take a quick moment. If you're watching this live, which a lot of people are right now, if you have a question for Dave or myself, feel free to, Put those in the comments. We see those on the side of our screen and we can answer those right here and there. Yeah. Um, like unlike like Clubhouse, if you're raising your hand, like go ahead and raise your hand, ask your question, yeah. and we'll answer those as well. And we can get into Clubhouse later because you and I thrive on on that place as well. Um yeah. or we at least try to. I should I should try to say I try. Yeah. Um <laughs> you're successful on that. Uh but for people who are for diversification, we saw in 2020, mm -hmm. if you were just selling on Amazon, right? you got screwed if you were not a central product, especially early in Q1, Q2, when mm -hmm. uh, you couldn't even get inventory in there. And then now if with Amazon shutting down, you can't receive inventory, you can't sell. So when you're talking about diversification, clarify for people listening, are you talking about just different marketplaces on Amazon? Or are you talking about like, we're going down Shopify, we're talking about like Walmart, we're talking about these other places. What do you mean by that? No. Um, so I was saying, so people that are like looking to get started with on Amazon, maybe they already have like a business in real estate and you know, they don't, they don't just want to be making money from real estate. They were getting, gotcha. yeah. For, you know, another way of 
getting money. So, right. Okay. So yeah, you're talking about other sources of income. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. What, how tough is it to, to mentor out there and fight off people who either you feel like you're doing it the right way, right? Like that's why you get into mentorship. Like you feel like you have value to add. What's, what are the battles that people don't see, like from your point of view that are tough to, are tough to combat with other people? Like whether it's your point of view, is it your like way of doing things and research? Like how, as, as someone who like puts themselves out there and tries to educate other people to do like yeah. to be successful, what is, what's it like for Dave to kind of like fight those like yeah, other so, kinds of outside? So you'll probably see on like my ads and just like, well, like all the trainings that I do um, is people. And the thing is about a, a lot of those ads out there on Facebook, they push kind of like this idea that Amazon is something that you'll start and you'll be rich in two months. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why, you know, um, I always talk before they even get my program. Like, listen, hey, Amazon, it's a business. Okay. You need to work on it. And it's not something that's going to make you rich overnight. It's just not right. It's, unless you're coming in with like a lot of money to invest you're just it's something that's gonna event you're gonna build right and uh, <clears throat> so that's kind of like one of the main things that come in i try to always push it's like hey amazon i'm not telling you you're you're gonna be rich overnight if you're expecting to do that with my program like it's just not gonna be a good fit you know so but if you want something that you can build and start you know today and something get you started then that's what i'm here for that's awesome so when yeah. when you're doing this how are you how are people engaging with you like or you're a business like that. That's a business model in that regards. Mm-hmm. It's like trying to get people to like, you can help them in that regards. Is it, is it building a brain for yourself or like, are you letting your success drive like your results? Like, does that make sense? Like you yeah. are being successful and you're a lot of people throw out like, Hey, this is my, my app of like how I'm selling. I'm letting my success do the work. Or is it like my, or is it my other students are talking yeah, and so doing their first? Yeah, what is that? Me. You know, if you look at my Instagram, like this, it's all just I've been be, me giving a bunch of free information on like the process of my own process, and it's just I just have like testimonials from my students. There's no like Lambo or anything on there, or you know, that's all it is. Just my that's just my approach. Is just I just show like you know, if you look up, you go on my Instagram, it's just testimonials from you know current students and my just me giving out free information on how my personal approach to Amazon is. How is how has Amazon really changed your life in the regards of like how you live it? Is it allowed you to do other things that you didn't think you would in your life? Like, yeah, what, what is it? So, because you said I, you were in the service industry, and that's that that's like a nine to five. Um, that's even more than nine to five. Like you said, multiple yeah. shifts. We talked about earlier. If you're listening to this, yeah, like that that's such a time suck. But now you, I think, and most recently, you just said that it allows me to free up my time more than ever. Yeah. So, is that the biggest component? It's changed, changed my life 1000%. Um, and I was lucky enough to start this business like in 2017. So like, I had enough time to build it. And, <clears throat> you know, I, I work for myself full time. I don't work for anybody else now. So that's a huge plus. Um, and, um, you know, when the pandemic happened, all hospitality got shut down. Nothing's nothing's open. You know, it's still to this day. And I'm so glad that I started it and I did not put all my eggs in one basket because if I would, I would have been stressing, trust me, no income flow for, you know, it's still, they're still close. Like, what is it? Almost a year and something. Right. So, um, yeah. And it's also changed my life. It's just opened up, you know, I work for myself. I work from home. If I feel like, you know, if I feel like going in, going paddleboarding right now i can't <laughs> you know but your view by the way your view is awesome like uh, I, I don't yeah. that, it doesn't suck like that's why i tell people like yeah you're we, we've seen people on this sh- we've list talked to people on the show of like you can travel the world and like obviously it's kind of like dampered a little bit but you can travel the world and still work from a computer yeah internet uh yeah. i follow lots of people have good people in the space out hey if i want to like spend a weekend and Bali or whatever or yeah. people are spending months in Bali. Like I, I can do that. Yeah. Like it's not as glamorous. Like you put in the hard work. So yeah. how do you, how do you dispel the notion of like, this doesn't come like tomorrow. Like this comes yeah. with hard work. Yeah, it definitely does. And you're going to have to, so like, I don't recommend like you need to have a, a source of income already to start your Amazon business. Okay. Because you're going to have to keep reinvesting what you make for like at least, at least at the first year. 
right? Because you're going to not paying yourself out. You're yeah, don't pay yourself like your out. You're going to need another yeah to maintain yourself while you're starting your business, right? So it's not like it's not like oh I'm starting an Amazon business and that's all I'm doing now full time. You're going to have to keep reinvesting, so you're going to need some money to live off of first. You don't want to live off your Amazon business, so that's the very first thing, right? And you got to know how to budget yourself and all that. But once you build that wheel and once you have you know that money coming in and you're like living off of it, it's a beautiful thing. So when, yeah, I would agree with you. And I think that's part of like the, the lure of e-commerce is you're not putting the physical like man hours into it. It's not, you put sweat equity, but it's in different ways, right? It's doing yeah. like using more mind power and kind of forecasting or using more like math and like negotiation and business skills. What was the biggest to you personally, if you could tell everyone who's watching or listening, what was the biggest weakness for you starting out? Was it you know, for starting a business, like you have to put yourself out there in many different ways, like negotiating with like different people who might not speak your language if your suppliers in a different country, or you have to ask for help and support, or even lending money or things like that. Like, what was your biggest, if you could share? Uh, my biggest weakness in the beginning, you said? Yeah. Was, what was one thing that you weren't like not the greatest at? Um, I mean, in the beginning, in the very beginning, um, <clears throat> was probably product um, choice. Um, I was able, I was, I was lucky enough because I mean, I worked, I worked, I was working late night, so I could stay up late and talk to the suppliers all day back and forth. Um, but the, the Not advice for everyone, but you were staying up late. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, other side of the world, you know, we're built on East Coast time. That's yeah. late for people like to be talking yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. So I was on my, like, you know, some people like it takes a, a week chat and week. things like that. Yeah. 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 So that I was, I, I was, you know, and I was, I was, I had some tricks at my sleep to negotiating and stuff. So that, that, I was good at that. It was just, you know, really in the beginning for me was just learning how Amazon customers behave um, and like what, you know, how they're buying. And once I learned that once, and it's quite simple once you get it right, like you can't get into products that people have a lot of reviews because People base their buying decisions on reviews. Reviews equal social proof. So you just can't compete with people that have, you know, 10,000 10, reviews. Unless you're bringing like an incredible product, but that's really hard to do. So that's that was what was hard for me in the beginning. But you know, it took it took some it took some products failing for me to like really understand it. And well, now it's now I get it. Yeah, you're talking about you're talking about social proof in terms of like some sort of like measurable results. Correct. Now that Amazon. Yeah. Now that Amazon's kind of taken away the early reviewer program, how are you, how are you ebbing and kind of like taking your speedboat and how are you changing direction? So uh, in that regard, like how, how should people think about it this way? What's big. Yeah. What's big with me is you got to get into, usually I go into products that have a low average review count, right? So the, the top sellers on Amazon have like an average review count, like less than, you know, 300 for me. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, you got to really work on, my, what I really excel at is just differentiating and adding value. So like, and obviously I have a great graphic design team, so it really stands out for me. So <clears throat> I just make it really a no brainer for people to pick my product, even though I have only five reviews and I'm competing with people that have 200, people are going to choose mine because I'm adding, for example, an amazing bundle that goes together with it. Right. And that takes the work, right? It takes the research. It takes going on Amazon, looking, okay, so that's what's already selling on Amazon. What's, what reason am I giving the customer to pick mine over the competition? Maybe I'm changing the pattern, right? Like I love, love selling products that I can print on, right? Like, or like anything that I can just change the pattern on because then you're competing on what it looks like. And if I find products that I can compete on what it looks like, I'm, I'm, I mean, I have a bunch of resources on how to find way better looking products than what's already selling on Amazon, you know? And obviously awesome. I use like, yeah. I just think I use like PickFool to validate my product ideas, right? Also, another big thing is you guys gotta, <clears throat> um, whenever you're selling a product, um, it's not about what you think; it's about what the majority of people think, right? Because you might like a certain a certain pattern you did on your product, but the majority of your target customers might not. PickFool is a great um, site that I use just to validate my ideas. So I'll run like. I'll pull with the top seller on Amazon, the top two sellers on Amazon, and then my product next to it and see how many votes I get. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, shout out to our friends uh, Justin and Anthony over at PickFood because I was mess. I've been messaging Anthony. He's in different countries randomly, just traveling the world. So uh, shout out to him. We're we're we are due to. They have a cool event coming actually up here this week. I think if you if you're close to PickFood guys, um, I need to. Uh, I'm, I use that a lot. <laughs> well, I was going to say, all, so for, yeah, for, sorry for everyone listening. If you haven't checked out PickFood, definitely check out them. Um, and Dave, I'll make sure I connect you with Anthony because he's mm-hmm. kind of like the partnerships guy over there. Um, but they're fantastic. They, they actually excel in not just e-commerce, but they started out in the, um, they started out in the book industry. So think about oh. this, if they're doing book titles, talking about uh, different covers, things like that. And now they're even going a step further and doing e-gaming, which is really cool space Whoa. to be in, which I like mobile apps, things like that, what people are validating. And PicFu is a really good way to say either it's a imaging uh, thing or a title or just graphics oh, yeah. or anything like that, like a photo. Um, lots of people are really bringing them up and they're doing great stuff over there. So uh, yeah, I'll make I love, sure. I you can have your poll show up to like a target audience. So that's great. Exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah, it's it's real time. It's real time testing. I think it's like fifty bucks for like ten yeah. people, or like even yeah. something along those lines. Their pricing changes constantly, mm-hmm. but uh, I say it constantly. There's always you know value add in there. So yeah, uh, but yeah, check them out for sure. So g- good call out. When uh, so it sounds like the more visual representation, like the more you're visually appealing to people, that's how you really stand out. Is that yeah. what you really go for? Instead yeah, price? I, go, I go for that, and yeah, it's. Yeah. So I choose, you know, I, I, that's how I really compete is what's worked for me. It's that it's, it's, you know, print on products like, you know, like textiles or, you know, anything that you can change the pattern on that's easily customizable. I love, but also I, something else is, you know, adding, for example, bundles, um, but like good bundles, right? So it's like, oh, wow. I was already planning on buying that product with this product and if it's something small something light and you can get away with selling it for the same price as your competition even with that bundle it's kind of a no-brainer right those are kind of like but that one's probably like a more popular um approach what i really is that it's coming up with those different pattern ideas and that's one of the true organic spaces left on a product page is the um, frequently bought by section is yeah truly just or just organic like you can't manipulate i mean you can't Let's say you yeah. can't manipulate it, but yeah. it's a truly organic placement still left that you're not placing ads on right now. So we've had that conversation, like everything on Amazon product play pages and ad now, but yeah. I think that will eventually like head back to organic placement. Um, so that's really cool. What, what um, you talked about other marketplaces and you're in different countries. Is there another like marketplace that you would ever jump into to either like sell wholesale or you would sell on their like as a third party seller, like, yeah, like I sell, I sell in the UK, uh, obviously <clears throat> it was amazing when they were part of the EU. Um, cause you could automatically, I know. This but, is uh, one community that's really pissed off about Brexit is the e-commerce community. Yeah. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> I know. Now we got to send our things to Germany. Um, yeah, oh, I Netherlands, sell, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I sell, yeah, I sell in all of EU. It's good. It's good. Um, you know, it's, it's growing. Um, and Australia, I have my most successful products in the United States. I just send them other and, you know, they're, they're great. You know, they're at some revenue. I mean, I still got to focus on that more, but yeah. I mean, you got, you also probably tell people like those economies have just not, or marketplaces have not caught up yet. Like yeah. everything's fast forward, but we're now catching up. Like everything's still catching up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so those will continue to um catch up would you ever do anything like a walmart or a like a target i sell, I sell or... a walmart i sell a walmart oh, you do? okay yeah i sell walmart. i don't i don't teach it or anything <laughs> what's um, your take on walmart like what, what's it like for you as a seller on walmart i've heard i've heard both ends of the spectrum that's great um, it's it's, it's think, like very basic it's not great yeah, it's, i mean it's new um i did not get approved for amazon f- for walmart fulfillment so i use a third-party logistics company for my fulfillment for walmart okay. um i use deliver which means it's good. Um, right. You also have to get approved for advertising and all that stuff and rankings a little different, right? So, I mean, it's 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 great um, to get into um, now, but it's a lot more complicated than Amazon. Amazon is just because they have a huge, you know, they're already ahead by a lot. But, you know, it's they're still developing new things. And, but I mean, I, I make, so say, for example, like I have a product that's selling like, you know, 40 times a day on Amazon, it sells like five, eight times a day on Walmart, which 
good. That's you not know, a bad skew. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. It's not terrible, and it's because terrible. Not everyone, yeah. I mean, also like it depends on your product selection, right? Like, yeah, is is your customer shopping on Walmart? Maybe like yeah. yours potentially could be, but people are typically go to Amazon for like best price and whatnot. So that's yeah. intriguing. Would you, is there, is there like a marketplace or like a, a asset of e-business that still fascinates you that you just don't like know too much about it? Like what I mean by that is, is there, is there a marketplace that either you want to sell in that is just not available or you don't have the time or bandwidth to do, which is pretty typical. Or is there like a growth area that's most fascinating to you and you're just keeping your eye on it and kind of looking and keeping your finger on the pulse? Yeah. Um, so I definitely want to keep, just keep expanding as far as just Amazon and more marketplaces, right? But you run out of, because you got to spend time on those. That's I want to, I want to 19 sell. different marketplaces now. Yeah. I know, I know that. I mean, I just want to focus on Amazon and just try to, you know, ride this wave as much as possible and just try to get listed on as many more marketplaces. So that's what my focus is going to be. I just put up products on Walmart just to see, you know, just to learn the platform, just because in case it does get popular, I just do, I want to learn how to do it. So I taught myself Walmart, but my, my focus is going to be just expanding my business just worldwide. <clears throat> that's awesome. When, yeah. when you're telling, when, when you're talking about the exp uh, international growth, like that's what us at ping pong, we really help people do mm -hmm. when you're telling, when do you tell like your students or people come to you? When's the right time to grow internationally? What, what's your advice to there? Um, man, uh, Amazon makes it so easy to grow internationally. So honestly, it's whenever your business is doing like, I don't know, 20, 20 G's a month of revenue, just to learn, you know, if you got that already created here in the United States and you can see that your products are selling well over there in Europe or in Australia because you there's tools. The thing about Amazon is like the tools will show you how well the products are selling over there. So if the product that you're currently selling on Am in the United States is selling really well in Europe, then just send products to the warehouse over there, right? Obviously, you have to get your VAT number and all that stuff for Europe, which doesn't take that much. Great. Thank you. Finally, somebody who says like, it's not that bad. Just like you have to educate or find someone who knows what they're talking about and yeah. sign up. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like sales tax, right? It's, it's, it's not, it's not too bad. It's, it's not, too not too yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty easy. And obviously there's like companies that will help you with taxes and it's not that they do it all. Right. So yeah. Who is who, really easy to sell internationally. It's just, I mean, you're, if you know how to create a listing in the U S and how to send inventory to the U S is this you're literally clicking a button on your Amazon's and then you're in your platform and then you're in the marketplace in Europe or in the UK, right? Creating so, the yeah. listing, sending the inventory is the same thing. So know? from your point of view, why do you why do you think people don't look at that more? Like for for because you, it, it, it has seems they, easy they, they might think that it's hard, right? They're like, oh, I don't know, like I don't know anything about Europe and stuff, but it's your the tools will tell you if it's selling or not. Right. Or do you th do you think it's more a I have to replicate exactly everything I have to do in the United States, but at the same scale? Do you think that's the scary part of it? Is hey, I'm selling a hundred thousand dollars, or I know what it is to send inventory to US. I have to do the exact same thing for a different marketplace, almost like doubling what your efforts are instead of like scaling appropriately. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, and I, I see what you're saying. Um, I mean. It all depends like where you're at in your business. If you're if you're if you already have a team under you, then it's easy to just tell them, hey, let's move on to our ASINs all to Europe, right? And but <clears throat> if I mean I did it, I I took my best sellers and I saw they were selling well on Europe. So I just I told my supplier, I'm like, all right, we're gonna send a thousand units, you know, to to the UK, right? And I just mm -hmm. sent them and listed it and um, you know, I have like a company that handle the taxes for that. And, you know, every quarter they just go on the platform and you're like, Hey, this is what you need to. So to pay taxes is actually quite easy. You just pay every quarter in Europe. You just send the VAT taxes to a certain, uh, what's like a, a account number and that's it. Yep. Yeah. What, so what about, um, in this space in e-business, I say e-business because like there's people who are branding, they're building up brands. There's also people who are like just great at helping other people grow like educators, um, people who are doing business in both retail and online, mm -hmm. who, who inspires you like as, as a entrepreneur yourself who inspires me. Ooh, yeah. Great question. 
Uh, I'm full of them, man. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> um, let's see. Man, that's a really good one. There's so many. And it doesn't have to be in the industry. I don't know if it's someone that you look to for advice or do you have like a, a mentor? <laughs> Jeff. Jeff yeah. Yeah. He, he, he personally inspires me every single day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he calls me up and says, you can do it, Dave. And then uh, he, he says, hangs up. Yeah. He's like, thanks. Thanks, Jeff. I yeah, appreciate exactly. it. Yeah. <laughs> I see you're killing it. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, man, who inspires me? Um. I don't know. Uh, they're just—I don't know. Pretty much, I, I don't really have any inspirations. If it's not a person, what's a business that inspires you? Maybe like, a, is there a business entity, or is there like a one that you're just like? For most people, well, I'll give the, I'll give this kind of point of view. People are like, I freaking love what Tesla does. They don't give a yeah. shit. They, you know they just do what they do, and it's like Elon Musk, but it's also like the company and innovation that they bring. So they're like, I like Elon, but I also like tesla yeah. and like the products they come out with it's different it's wide it's variety it's you know different things like that yeah i mean obviously yes it's definitely a good one okay we have a question as you want <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah man um yeah maybe I would, we can come back to that if you want yeah, to, come back to that, so yeah. mull it over think about who, who this is an easier one for you uh from facebook actually we had a question that says hi dave how often do you take new students on um, so we pretty much will take in new students every, um, two weeks. So, and I have a very like thorough, um, so I, I don't let in that many people in, um, just cause it's coaching. Right. And there's, it's not like in my classes are super small. We do like maybe five at a time. Um, so if you are interested, um, just, you know, um, just message me or um, email me, Dave. My email is dave at ecomdave.com or Instagram. Just go ecomdave and just message me. Hey, you know, I saw you on the podcast. Just message me crossover commerce and I'll shoot you over an application. And if you're a good fit, we'll get on the phone, me and you, and we'll talk about, you know, how I can personally help you start your business. Absolutely. And we also have the ability to, in, in the show notes, actually, everyone, if you're listening to this on the podcast or you're watching this still, in the link below on the description, there's a link to Dave's Instagram. Make sure you give him a follow as well. So yeah. make sure you do that. And then also, um, so so go to that and message him directly there. Yeah, um, yeah as well. Go, so good question. Um, but it sounds like qu quality over quantity is what yeah. you're going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't just like let everybody in. I, you know, it's, it's, it's got to be a good fit and you have to be in the right, you know, a place like, you know, either just financially and like also you need to have time um, you know, for example, and we'll talk, it's all on the application, right? Cause if you just let someone in that's doing a billion things at once and that's not going to be able to focus and really apply what I teach, then what are we doing? <laughs> you know, exactly. So, yeah. You're wasting your time, their time, like or money, exactly. or whatever that yeah. looks like. So that, that's a good way to approach it. Um, so that being said, I think like, that's a cool transition to, I know you're pretty active on like a lot of people are doing education in multiple ways, like Facebook, mm -hmm. uh, podcasting, they're doing uh, Instagram and whatnot with the new social app. And it's, it's becoming more hot. And I even had an entrepreneur magazine yesterday. I got it in the mail and I, the title is the new, hot new social app clubhouse and how people are either a monetizing it or what you should do and why you should be on there. You are there frequently. You're always on there, but it's a good thing. I think like, for people who are building brands and trying to bring value, yeah. what what's your take on how did you first become on it or aware of it? And then how did you really become a like, I want to bring value in this, this point of view and really show people that this is another way you can do it, but just their voice. Like you're not editing, you're not doing anything. What what's the allure of Clubhouse to you? I'm curious. Yeah. Um I came across Clubhouse with uh, some my friends. You know, I'm pretty sure you've uh, they all live down here in Miami. Where you know they're very good friends of mine, uh, Kevin, David, Josue, Tanner, um, and uh, they were like, "Hey, man, you got to get on this." And I got on it, and um, it was pretty early on. And you this know, January, like January or December. Was yeah, yes, around like, that. You know, you know what I like about it. You know, like Instagram and like it's like a you you can you know it's like mostly like image based and looks cool. Clubhouse, no one is going to follow you unless you have some value to provide. And like, it'll, it'll matter some what's in, in your head rather than what it looks like. Right. 
So like no one is going to, um, for example, like follow you on Clubhouse if you are just no one that knows anything about a certain topic, right? So I'll start my rooms and just mostly like things that I know about. And it's great, man. It's love. Like you get, you know, you get a nice room going. You have, and people are asking questions. And honestly, I give so much free value on there. Like I'll do master classes for like a whole hour, just straight up, you know? And it's great. You know, people ask questions on it. I, I love, I love the platform. And it's great for networking. I've met so many people through there. Ryan, mm-hmm. we like reconnected on there as well. Right? <laughs> it was like together. a few months off. Yeah, we, we took the pandemic off and then we reconnected on Clubhouse. And yeah. like that's that's the most fascinating thing is, yeah, maybe maybe this is my mindset too, but a lot of people just are afraid to like share their insights or what they've seen. And that's just a scary thought and concept of no one's going to think that that matters or like that that have, provides value. But then you share it and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even think about that way because everyone's perspective is different. Right. We yeah. each have different. Yeah. You you I, come I, from I'm, like I'm a, you come hey, from. I'm a, student, I'm a student, man. I go in there and obviously there are people that are, you know, just beasts on Amazon. And I was listening to their stuff when I first started, you know um and um you know just it's great just being on those rooms and seeing like their approach i mean i was you know it's i if you if you ever act like you know everything about something you're just you're you're actually dumb right so right. i always i love being in there and just learning for people that are doing like you know five mil a month and i'm like wow <laughs> you know and just like their approach and like you know i i'm always learning so i love it i love it for that i'm curious to you because you uh you're a business person too and we, we've seen probably the news like, hey, there's monetization options. Like I just got pinged. I was like, uh, <laughs> the clubhouse is like, you can turn this on. Just like, you know, go with our partner Stripe and, and there's a new t- tipping functionality where people can pay you for, I think this is how it works. They can pay you for value that they see in your eyes. Have you A, done that or B, are you going to, or how would you monetize or Never I don't know. That, um, I, I, no, I'm not going to pay. I mean, I, I don't see myself really charging for, for that. Um, <clears throat> I just like to give on there and, you know, if I get free value and if, you know, they want to follow me and, you know, on my Instagram and, you know, I can, you know, if they want to join the coaching program, that's good enough for me, you know? And I was going to say like, that that's not for everyone. I'm just saying like, I'm not telling people like, Hey, like pay Dave or anything like that. I'm curious, like how people are going to perceive the monetization function and how they're going to either how people are, or as an audience going to use it. And then yeah. also how creators are going to use it because it, it's supposed to be for both ways, helping people that are providing content help out mountain that way. Yeah, I'm curious I mean, as like, as an industry in e-commerce, but also, just as a yeah, society i mean it's it's um the thing is people are running like this insane rooms i mean there's definitely a lot of value there because you're getting people giving away a bunch of free info right with like in, in really you know info that they charge a lot of money for so you can get away with hey you want to join my clubhouse room we're gonna have elon musk on it but you have to pay for it i mean they're gonna kill it you know <laughs> that's not a bad thing yeah Right. It's almost like an event, right? Like a VIP. It's like an event, yeah. Which is that's great, hundred percent. Yeah, I think that's where I think that's where it eventually will go. Um, in my opinion, if you if you don't mind me imparting that, I think that's cool that you can do that. I know people have just said like that's really great information. I'm going to pay you for that. Like, it, it's such a dark hole to go down, especially when you have people who e- either make that their number one priority of like of money first instead of value first. And that's yeah. the sticky slope because I think that's why Clubhouse exists and why it's so popular is because a lot of value connections, a networking, lot of things value. like that yeah. is first. And yeah. and that's why other platforms haven't succeeded in that regard. So yeah. I, I've been curious to see how this kind of, it's only been a month or a week or two that it's been out. So yeah. I just got pinged about it in my, yeah, in my profile. Rooms on it this week. I thought they were talking about that and like, you know, how to monetize it and which way to go around and like, it was inter- it's interesting i'm really curious on how everything's going to turn out right wait uh so the the final to kind of like before the we we wrap up here dave yeah. what what's kind of your vision and kind of your your plan for 2021 like what what's your if you have a vision board like what does that look like for this year to be successful or what what's the rest of this year look like for you as a mentor and as a seller as a seller i'm I'm getting to seven figures that's happening. Let's go, man. Yes, that's good. 
Um, and as a coach, just, um, you know, just expand, um, the, the master program for that and help as many people just get started the right way. For me, it's, it's enough, um, you know, um, building that. And, um, yeah, so that's pretty much my goal. Awesome. And do you ever think about who is inspiring you to circle back um, on that? Ryan Kramer. Oh, stop it. <laughs> get out of here, man. Get out of here. I don't inspire people. I just, uh, I, I'm just a talking head. I'm just here to to bring value to people. That's all I am. But I appreciate the kind words. But hey, for for people who are uh, who want to learn more information or just kind of check you out or just like like you said, we've had people. Are, how do I get in part of the program? Uh, there's a couple of questions on there from YouTube and Facebook if they're watching here. And how can they follow you? How can they either get in touch with you? Because yes. I know uh, on Clubhouse they can obviously follow you and I um, yeah. at Ecom Dave and at Ryan Kramer. But how can they follow you? For yep. business reasons. So, um, same thing. My my all handles are the same uh, online. So, ecom Dave is for Instagram. Um, you guys can just message me there if you are interested about um, you know having joining my coaching program and having me mentoring you and walking through the steps, all that. Just message me crossover commerce, and I'll make sure I reach out to you there so I know where you came from and we uh, will show you over the application if you're a good fit then I can help you um, help it build a successful Amazon business the right way. Um, and again, you can also email me Dave at Ecom Dave and, or just follow me on Instagram. Dave, you need to start a podcast, man. You have the, you have the gear, you have the setup, man. You're ready to go. I do. I'm just going to stretch it a little more. I have the same microphone. It's just down here in this little, uh, little uh, I flipped it. Yeah. I was going to say it's flipped upside down, but Hey, <laughs> that's another way. If you're not stretchy thin, providing a podcast is always more fun and value. I so, <laughs> <laughs> just an idea for the future. Make sure I get some sort of royalty though. I'm just exactly, kidding. exactly. <laughs> My man. Hey, it was nice to talk to you and see you again on video yeah. chat. Make sure you guys follow him. Uh, I follow Dave on social media, on Facebook, as well as Instagram and clubhouse as well. Thanks man for uh, hopping on. I know you're busy hopping on what you were coaching right before this. And now I'm yes. assuming coaching after. So yeah, we appreciate your time today. All right. Thank you so much, Ryan. Awesome. Thank you, man. Bye. Awesome. Thanks, Dave, again, for hopping on Crossover Commerce. Again, this is episode 90, uh, Mentoring Success, Helping Other Entrepreneurs Grow. Dave's doing fantastically. We, we connected at a former company, Varlunch, when I was at, and uh, reconnected on Clubhouse. But make sure you follow him on social handles. And if you want help or if it's good fit for you, make sure you check him out there. Just a lot of value and insights that he's sharing on all those platforms, again, for free. I think that's what it's all about is making sure you see other people grow and grow their businesses, everyone helping out other people. That's what this networking community is all about. That's what I foster and help build on this show. So we appreciate that. Again, if you're watching this live, if this is your first time or this 90th time, thanks for tuning into Crossover Commerce. I host the show four to five times per week uh, in conjunction with Ping Pong Payments. If you want to learn more about our company, check out the comments below. We help people save money if you're selling internationally, sending or receiving money around the world. So check out Crossover Commerce and Ping Pong Payments and the links in the show notes below. Again, this is episode 90 uh, with Ecom Dave mentoring success, helping each other, helping other entrepreneurs grow. We appreciate our guest Ecom Dave hopping on with us today. Join us again tomorrow. We have uh, Joe Sheelan of uh, AdAvance hopping on here. We're going to talk about, uh, I, I titled it Talk, Jerry, uh, Talk DSP to me, um, <laughs> the, the, the basics of uh, Amazon DSP and uh, the ad, ad network. So tune in tomorrow live, noon Eastern, if you guys want to check us out there again. Thanks for tuning into Crossover Commerce. We'll catch you guys next time.